insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. So where do we stand with the Lincoln-Riley era at USC? Everybody's really upset with it. Everybody's down on him. I, I was hoping he would leave, but I thought he hurt his NFL chances by having such a bad season. He's got a lot to prove. He's got a lot to prove. Can he win with another quarterback besides Caleb Williams? Can he rebuild his program? He's making a lot of money with little results. He can't coach a defense. So Lincoln Riley's, I think he's on the hot seat. I'm going to put him on the hot seat. I guess it's heating up out there in uh, Southern California, isn't it? Woo. That's, that's something, man. Uh, I was hoping he would leave last year, but he was so bad he couldn't get a job in the NFL. Mm. He's making a lot of money with little results. He can't coach defense. I think he should be on the hot seat. Yeah, Bill Plaschke right. of the LA Times pretty much covered it all there. Nice job, Bill. Now, in fairness... Oh, Plaschke's been anti-Lincoln Riley since he accepted the job, right? Well, I... Um, to some degree? I remember Bill Plaschke is or was on Around the Horn on ESPN. Like, I, I don't watch a whole lot of ESPN studio shows, or nor did I growing up. But I feel like Around the Horn was at least one I would catch from time to time, and I still think he was on that one. I, but all that to say, I, I still don't know a whole lot about Bill Plaschke other than I re- love reading his columns on Sunday morning after a USC loss. Oh, boy. I listened to that radio interview with Dan Patrick, and he basically says LeBron is hijacking the Lakers. UCLA is a complete embarrassment. Sure, the Dodgers won a World Series a few years ago, but they bought it. USC's Lincoln Riley should be on the hot seat. So I think he kind of just hates everything. Yeah. I think he hates everything. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess. I guess all those could be degree. true if you think about <laughs> right. it. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, the buying the World Series, I mean, uh, I guess can you necessarily hold that against them? I mean, that's not the – they're not the first, and they won't be the last to do that. You know, New York Yankees did, did that a few yeah. times back in the day. So, right. no, but it, um, that that's maybe a pretty accurate indication of how it's going for old uh, Muleshoe out there in L.A. And it turned well, it turned quickly. You know, Plaschke's been anti, I guess, everything uh, after you pointed that out. You know, but especially with Lincoln Riley, pretty much the whole time. You know, so you do take it with a, a bit of a grain of salt. But also, man, the end of that season, I just the alum that you see on social media and some of the statements they were making, it was uh, it was pretty wild. There, it didn't feel like there was a whole lot of people happy with Lincoln Riley. And honestly, winning that bowl game 
which I thought was going to be a disaster, but you know they came out, played well, had a had a, a pretty good performance on defense, and that quarterback came out and just absolutely lit it up. Yeah, he it looked did. great. Miller Moss uh, against a, a good Louisville team. I, had they not won that game and it had gone the way I thought it was going to go, then I think things would really be hard on Lincoln Riley out there. But you know. We talked about this a little bit. That's what winning the last game of the season does for you. I, I know, and I was just about to bring that up. How crazy is that? Like, we we tend to take, especially now I think it's more crazy than ever in this sport, because we tend to take a one-game sample size, and half of the starters might have opted out, but we take that sample size more than we do the 12 or 13 previous games that were played a lot of times to, yeah. to kind of dictate how we feel about a team overall heading into the next season yeah well i you know part of it is emotion you know you just if you want the team to do well and they win the last game of the season you know for whatever reason you know you you carry that forward whenever you talk about them um if they do bad for whatever reason no matter who's out and what the other team's motivation was and all of those things, you just you kind of carry that forward. Uh, when in all reality, especially in the transfer portal era, it's it's almost a total reset for every single year. Now, some years you got some experience coming back, some exciting young guys. I mean, it's all a little bit different, but it still has to be reset, and you start from scratch with winter workouts. You build through the spring. You develop the young talent, try and have a good good plan on how to take advantage of your athletes and, and your roster, and, you, and off you go. But, you know, I mean, it's just it's the nature of how we operate. Uh, Jay in Tulsa says, Plasky was pro-mule shoe prior to the 23 season. His opinion went south when Riley banned the reporter and started losing. I think, uh, I think, it, I was, I think it was Plasky, though. Like, some of that is right by Jay in Tulsa. I think he predicted them to go undefeated last year before the year started. Really? It was him or someone else at the LA Times. I'm pretty sure it was Bill Plaschke. I don't know. Mm. I feel like Plaschke's been anti-Riley kind of the whole time. Like, I think even the hiring, he was, like, I don't know. Defenses have never been good. I could be wrong on that. That's just how I remember it, but. Needless to say, he's anti-Lincoln Riley now. <laughs> Here's a story from August 20th, 2023. So, what, about a week or so before USC started the season early? Why yeah. USC football will sweep through its regular season by Bill Plaschke. Hmm. Wow. Now, I, I, we talked about, you know, Riley's first year it was like, I know nobody wants to hear this, but they're going to have a good year because their schedule's so easy. And then the next year, what we talked about is they're probably going to have a better team and a much worse record because of how difficult their schedule is. And I don't know if they ended up being a better team or not. I don't think that's the case. They had a worse, but they had a worse record, though. That definitely part had a worse right. record. 918 yeah. reporter is just like the rest of us. He hates California. Boomer. 
Yeah. Yeah. True there. Hey, I can um, understand that, but I can't understand hating it and still living there. Here's a question for you in the text line, and this is kind of putting you on the spot here. So if you need a second okay. to think about it, that's fine. Project out the next three years for Lincoln Riley. What happens in those three years where he's at at the end of the three years? Because he's in a very interesting spot right now. I'm guessing the buyout number is pretty incredible. So I don't know if he could realistically be fired at the end of this year. But what, what, what's your immediate reaction to what's going to happen in the next three years with him? Um, well, my immediate reaction is our, our immediate thought is going to go to, like, what's the worst that can happen for him? And that's what I'm going to predict. Um, I like that. But. You know, here's the thing. Whatever we think about Lincoln Riley, he can coach offense. He can put really good offenses together. I I honestly believe that Caleb Williams was a detriment to Lincoln Riley as an offensive coordinator. Because Caleb Williams, we saw this whenever he was at Oklahoma. We saw it whenever he was at the University of Southern Cal. He always defaults back to scrambling around and doing his own thing. Always. And often he makes incredible plays. But he's usually making incredible plays to the detriment of everyone else on the team. The offensive line is doesn't know how to block because he's out of the pocket escaping. I, the route concepts are all screwed up because he refuses to throw the football on time. He wants to wait and turn it into a scramble drill. I, it, it's just it's not a good way to run an offense, and I think it hurt Lincoln Riley. That's why whenever you saw uh, the kid come in for the, the bowl game, why can I never remember his Miller name? Miller Moss. Miller Moss. He came in and got rid of the ball on time. And look what happens. He goes out and throws for like 400 yards, and they look like an absolute juggernaut. So I think, I think the offense is going to bounce back for USC. We'll see what happens defensively. I, the biggest problem that you just can't get away with is the lack of talent that they've got on the football team. He was able to persuade a bunch of guys to come in, transfer in, uh, whatever the NIL situation was and, you know, hopes of USC, you know, coming back from the dead. Well, there's no more excitement there, so it's going to be harder to get guys just on that alone. And the rumors of their NIL situation are not good. It sounds like they just kind of stopped payment on everything last year midseason. And I, that reputation is going to be hard to overcome. And – if you don't have the talent, you know, it ain't going to matter. So all so, that to say, I think he'll probably run out his contract there and either they get rid of him or he figures out a way to go do something else. OC in the XFL, that's where he's going to be in three years, like okay. Cherokee Sooner is predicting. He says next two years, six and six, third year OC in the XFL. Man, I hope that's right. I hope he's the OC for the St. Louis Battlehawks. St. Louis, that sounds like a place where Mule Shoe deserves to live. Offensive analyst for Texas Tech? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he, he is destined to return to Texas Tech at some point in his career. There, or yeah. East Carolina, I can feel it. No, I think he'll be a uh, – I don't think he'll be the uh, head coach at USC in three years. I think that they're going to have a tough run of it in the Big Ten. And, you know, they had a good portal haul, or at least it felt like they did a couple of years ago. Um, but I was looking at the top 20 players in California for this recent 2024 class, right? And remember the whole narrative that USC was going to own the West Coast in recruiting? That's yeah. That hasn't happened, man. In fact – Alabama had more top 20 players in California. Top 20 players. Alabama had more than USC. Oregon definitely had more. There's like three or four schools. Actually, there may have been more like five or six schools that had the same amount or more uh, top 20 players in California than USC did. Yeah, wow. Well, when you look at next year's schedule, I think – at a minimum, four of their first six games are against better teams than what they are. They open with LSU, then they've got Utah State, then they're at Michigan, home against Wisconsin, at Minnesota, home against Penn State. So I think LSU is a better football team. Michigan is a better football team. I think Wisconsin is Next year, probably going to be a better football team. Uh, yeah, I and agree Penn with that. State's a better football team. And I don't know about Minnesota. You're going to row, row, row that boat it's all the way to a 50 burger against those guys. Yeah. Wisconsin, and, though, they, they had some real growing pains changing to, yes. to the offense, but I bet year two's a lot. It, it goes a lot better for those guys. I think it's going to. Um, and maybe I'm putting Wisconsin ahead of where they need to be, but I mean, they finished with a very similar record to USC, you know, last season, and I I would argue that they probably, you know, um, are are set to make a bigger jump. And I don't know if USC set to make any type of jump at all. So, all right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. I am up here in OKC, Metro Ford of OKC, and this is the first day of truck month. Ford Truck Month is going on. They've got a huge inventory here. They've got great financing options available. They're giving top value on trade-ins, 1.9% on F-150, and they've got over 30 new Super Duties in stock as well. So come up here and see us, Metro Ford of OKC. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. A new year has started, and you've got a lot to look forward to. So let's make sure the flu doesn't cause an unexpected change of plans. Take time to get your flu shot, and remember to wash your hands and practice good hygiene so you don't spend your cherished moments sick in bed. Wednesday is pretty much what it was. Yeah. I've got everyone convinced that it's a fake holiday. It's a money grab. Yes. And part of that, I believe, well, all of that, I believe, but most of it is just to try and take the pressure off myself to have to do something for Valentine's Day, you know? Lucky you. You can get everyone to buy into that. It's really helpful. We spent like 150 on dinner. I bought flowers. I did the that whole thing. So, like, sucker, you win this round. <laughs> sucker, and every other round on February 14th from here on out. <sighs> yeah, uh, where'd you go to? Where'd you go to dinner? Uh, have you ever been to uh, Frida 
in the uh, in, in OKC? I, I doubt you. No, I think yeah. I've heard of that though. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. I, I had a uh, I had a very nice dinner last night. Yes, I did. It's it's pretty good. good. It's 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 like if I had to describe it, Southwest. Okay. So they have huh. anything from like um, some high end enchiladas, I guess. To okay. there's some seafood on the menu as well. But no, nah, it was good, man. I I enjoyed it. Nice, that's good. Even though it's look at you, 150 bucks before tip. Yeah, gotta love it, right? Hey, you know it helps the uh, helps the local economy. You're doing your part. Slim Brady says, "Does Teddy know his highest overall rating in NCAA?" No. I know I was on the game, though. You were definitely on the game. If there's one person in the world that was ever on the game that doesn't remember his rating, it would be Teddy. Is the rating thing, is that, so did they do the, is it kind of the same as Madden? Is that how that works? Yeah. Zero I'm, to 99 or whatever? Yeah, yeah, 99 would be would be the highest. So they, hmm. they still had yeah. that. I mean, and, and you know how they did it back in the day. Linebacker number eleven, QB number fourteen. So they would right. Like the the Madden ratings became a big deal a while back, um, but the NCAA football ratings, like they've always tried to make that a, a big deal as well. Gotcha. Well, it would probably be. I think it was the the last game they came out, maybe twenty fourteen, or something. Whenever I, we talked about this previously, whenever they called me about. I don't know. It was some I don't legends or something like that that they had. You know, I guess some version of the game, and it probably would have been on that. But I don't know what the rating was. No idea. Maybe you would have been a sixty-nine rating on the legends team. Ooh, man, ah, probably so. Or you should have just requested that. <laughs> I'll do it, but I want to be a sixty-nine overall in the game. I want. I want the player on the game to reflect what I'm like now, so fat and slow and oft injured. That's what I want the player to be. I want you to go to the sideline after a play and just hear, huh? Huh? Wow. You're, you're constantly looking to the sideline trying to get the play in pre-snap. That's the If we're going to do NCAA 25 right, and if we want to do an all-time OU team, then let's let Mike Stoops and Brent Venables be there with Teddy the entire time. Please. Yeah. Ah, the good old days. The good old days. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of buzz going on with the uh, the EA Sports stuff. Is it still set to come out this summer? Yeah, they had a um, they had a big. Uh, I guess you call it a trailer today. It was it was really well done. Um, they had nice. w- OU had one appearance in there. One, one appearance. They showed like different schools. Like maybe it was a mascot or. Maybe it was a Florida jersey with the Jumpman logo on it, right? For OU, when they were showing the teaser, they did... God, what do you even call this? You know when OU runs out of the tunnel? And there's mm-hmm. the thing emitting the smoke and it has the lights and everything that's actually on the field? Yeah. They, they showed that in the preview trailer today. Cool. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, they showed it in, like, in the game mode, not in... Right. Like, not a, Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. How was it? Did it look look good? I mean, I'm surprised they yeah, didn't have I was, the uh, yeah the the schooner going across the field and dumping over on about the forty yard line. <laughs> Seriously, I said that it needs to have kicking for chicken and boomer after every single first down. If we can make that. It'll happen. have that going on in the background. You'll be picking your defense, 
and it's going to say, please direct your attention to the southeast <laughs> corner of the end zone. <laughs> We'd like to honor the 1987 <laughs> gymnastics team, yes. <laughs> Does that do anything well, for that's you? That's going to be cool. A new NCAA football game? Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. I, You know, it's, gosh, I guess it's been a decade since it's been out. Um, you know, I, I think that those games do a really good job of, of, you know, bringing in fans that otherwise may not be interested. I'll tell you an example. Uh, my son plays Fortnite, and I don't know if you've got any experience with Fortnite at very, all. Very, very little. Very little. One of the things they do is they commonly, um, like introduce new characters in like every couple of months or something. Well, whenever they did the new season, Eminem was on there doing a concert, like on the video game. So that uh, got my son to where he's a huge Eminem fan now. Uh, I had to tell him that there's clean version and, and bad versions of all the songs. We need to make our best effort to search out the clean versions. Uh-huh. Uh, and Good Family luck. Guy, like uh, Peter Griffin was one of the characters, and so now I have a son that loves Eminem and loves Family <laughs> yeah, Guy good luck at to nine you, years buddy. old. I know. <laughs> so, point of all that is to say that you know, whenever you've got a game out that a bunch of people are interested in and start playing, then naturally there's going to be. More interest in the real thing, I believe. Parker and I, uh, we were throwing out the idea earlier of doing an online dynasty with Ref Army Mm. members, which is basically like um, you pick a team and everyone plays a season, you do recruiting, you do all that. I just, I I want you to join, and I want to give you a team that only runs an RPO offense. That's all I want. That's what I want. Oh, I want you to have happening. to play every game with you running the RPO on offense. God, that'd be beautiful. I'll just tell you right now. I play I play Madden not very often. Okay, mm-hmm. I play with my son a little bit. He he plays some Madden. But whenever I play people, it it's torture, Tyler. I run like the same three plays over and over and over out of different formations and personnel groupings but it's the same thing it's lead week power and slants and that's all i do and people just it it irritates the hell out of them but it's hard to stop uh well old school muskogee finch says did it show them running over brent venables in the tunnel as well that's I, that's the that's first thing good. I thought of. I forgot about that, that that happened. That's great. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Let's see what we just got on Twitter here. This is from Tyler Clemens. I guess he took a screenshot of your rating. This has to be Madden. Teddy Lehman, number 54, middle linebacker. Age is 24 years old. You were 54 in Detroit, right? Yeah, that's, okay. got, yeah, that's probably Madden. Age, yeah, it has to be. Age 24. Overall, you were a 75. Hey. (laughs) Nice. Your speed was an 84. Okay. Your awareness was a 73. Way too high. Your strength. Not very aware. Your strength was 69. Yes. Boy, how'd they know that that was my strength? (laughs) That's always been my strength. It always has been. 
<laughs> All the way back in what, 2004? I'm guessing, or I'm that guessing that's what STR stands for. I guess we could come up with something else that it means. Who knows? But I'm going to guess for now that it means strength, and that was your rating. Oh, that's great. Uh, as my son would say, if he got me on Madden, he would say, I'm trash. So. There you go. Okie Drink Schlinger, speaking of your son, says, in other words, he will grow up to be a quality individual if he's all about Eminem and Peter Griffin. Perhaps. Perhaps. That's the hope, anyways. Um, he's off to a better start than I was. Uh, much much better behaved. Much uh, much more calm. He's, he's a reasonable kid, unlike I was at nine. Jim in OKC says he'll be okay, Teddy. My son was quoting the movie Tombstone at four years old. He's a police officer now. <laughs> Big Doc Holiday fan back at four years old, huh? I like that. Oh, that's funny. EJ from Louisiana says, how much difference will our fan base make at the games in the SEC? Will we have a rude awakening as far as attendance, or will we be near the top on game days? Uh, that's a good question. I think that, well, my, my expectation is that we will have, it will be the best home crowds, home atmosphere that we've had in a really long time. Now, the biggest part of that equation, though, is the football team's got to do their part, right? I mean, if, if we've got, and I think we will, if we've got a good football team, where we can we can win some of those good games that we've got at home, then I think it's going to be um, I think it's going to be an awesome atmosphere. The way I said it yesterday is, I think this could be the golden era of home games for OU football. Um, obviously, it'll help if they win those games, but I'm talking yeah. about like level of opponents year in and year out, because it feels like you're going to have at least two marquee or at least really good home opponents conference-wise every single year. And right. then you've still got some big-time non-conference home games coming up as well. Michigan's coming up soon. So I don't, yeah. I can't remember. Like in the 80s, they were playing some decent non-conference games. Like Miami, of course, came to town in 85. But I don't know if we've seen a string of just top-level opponents coming in here like we're about to see year in and year out. Yeah, and, you know, on years where you have maybe where it lines up that the home slate is not the greatest, well, the road slate's going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you can't have like, – you're going to have big games either at home or on the road, and it's going to be multiple. Um, but, I mean, my guess is it's going to be kind of like this year to a large degree where – you got a couple of great home games and a couple of great road games. Like next year, for instance, in 25, you could face LSU at home, potentially, and you could face uh, – who, who else would be good that's not Alabama Georgia. and Tennessee? All right, let's throw Georgia in there as well. Like You could potentially have a home schedule in 25 of Michigan, Georgia, and LSU. How insane would that be? Well, it's going to be... And, of course, Illinois State as well, to throw them in there. Well, the other thing is, you may get names that don't, like, today excite you, but you never know by the time you play the 25 season. Like, maybe we're, we have Michigan, we have Florida, 
at home, and you may look at it right now and be like, Florida, eh. Who knows? I mean, things can change really quickly in this day and age in college football. Look at Missouri, what's happened with them. If Missouri can turn it around as quickly there. as they have, it can be done at Florida as well. So I, I guess the point is, no matter what, I wouldn't prejudge the schedule too far out in advance. Like, by the time you play that, you may have a juggernaut on your hands. Well, if they get Florida in for 2025, maybe we can just have the Jumpman Invitational. OU a Jumpman School, oh. Michigan, and then Florida as well, huh? What do you say? There you go. Leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. A lot to get to there. Let's go ahead and do that now. Very fair point by Oki Drinkslinger on the topic of will OU fans bring it in the SEC at home games? Says fans will bring it. Just remember the Tech two thousand eight game. And I, I do think mm-hmm. that that's a fair point. Is yeah, where there's some lame atmospheres at times for 11 a.m. games against subpar teams, sure. But big games in Norman, OU fans have always brought it. That's never been an issue. That's right. That's right. And that's the thing that you know we've, we've had to continue to say and, and keep in perspective is it's hard to get up for a non-ranked team at 11 a.m., in a conference that you've won three times in a row. You know, it's just, it's human nature. I, the thing that gets most people amped up is whenever you don't, I mean, you never know the result, obviously. We've lost um, plenty of games we shouldn't have. But whenever there's a bunch of uncertainty around it because of how good the other team is, I mean, that's what really gets people to show up and feel like they need to be a part of uh number one be there and witness it number two be a part of the outcome johnny h says no lsu in 2025 all new teams except for texas and i responded i said maybe texas acting like they're going to play a&m every single year and we talked about that during your wednesday sabbatical yesterday cdc old chris del conte down there at texas had a town hall on tuesday night and he's saying Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're going to try to play Texas A&M every single year. Well, okay, that's great under a nine-game SEC schedule, but how are you going to do that when you are – I mean, contractually, we're scheduled to play those guys in the Cotton Bowl for several more years. It's a 1-7 format in the SEC. He said himself he thinks that we'll still be playing an eight-game schedule in the SEC year two, so I don't, I don't know how he thinks that that's going to happen. Uh, it's it's probably him just uh, finding a way to move on from the question 
or, or whatever, right? Because he knows currently the format, and the format is you got one constant game, and that constant game with them right now is Oklahoma. Yes. So I, what is, I, it doesn't even mean anything to say we're going to try to play them every year. What does that mean? You can't try to play them every year the way the conference is set up. Not now. You don't have any – he has no say in what the conference schedule is. I mean, it just kind of is what it is. You try and play them. Yeah, we're going to try and play Texas A&M. The rest of the SEC is going to rotate normally like they're supposed to, but Texas and Texas A&M – are not. Doesn't that sound like that their expectations, though? I could totally see Texas fans yeah. thinking like, well, yeah, I mean, come on, that's that's going to happen, though. They'll figure it out the rest. I, it sounds to me just like a, like a throwaway statement <laughs> because we're, they we're, could we're have playing, played them we're, every we're, year. Right, and they haven't since 2011. We're playing OU Texas every single year at the Cotton Bowl. Neither side's getting rid of that yes. game. No. And that, the point is, like, all of a sudden now that they're in conference and they absolutely cannot play them every year, he says they're going to try and play them every year. But whenever they weren't in conference and they had the full ability to play each other every year, they didn't do it, didn't pursue it, never talked about it, dodged each other as, as often as they possibly could. Yeah, so I, I think it's just like everything else, just talk. Dude was calling his shots on Tuesday night, though. It was like, yeah, OU Texas, um, I'm going to try to get that moved. Uh, I'm working to get that moved to 230. We're going to play Texas A&M every single year. and Well, we playing them on a Saturday this year, but I'm going to get that moved to Thanksgiving. We're going to play those guys on Thanksgiving every single year. That's, that's what I'm going to try to do. It's like, okay, man, huh. I think you have to answer to a lot of, or, you know, I don't think it's your decision there, pal. But best of luck to you. Well, that's interesting. It, I I don't know. I guess maybe there's enough people upset about some of their rivalries that they don't get to play every year anymore. If there's enough people that get all riled up about that, then perhaps you can – We'll see a change in in the way the conference is supposed to be scheduled. I don't know. I mean, currently, the way things are written and they've talked about it, it's not possible. I don't think. But it, I don't know. Yeah, I just it's it's just typical Texas is what it sounds like to me. Ladonna from Lubbock says, "Love how the Texas AD is acting like he's going to push around the SEC like they did in the Big Twelve, even though we won it every single year." Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe they will. Oki Drinkslinger um, says CDC still has his Big 12 mentality. Guy from Parts Unknown says Sark has to keep better locks on the liquor cabinets. <laughs> right. uh, I got a text message from the voice of the Oklahoma Sooners, Toby Rowland. Um, he, he says that when they go to a 9 conference when they go to nine conference games uh it's going to be a three plus six that's correct which yes. means texas texas will play, will play OU, texas a&m right and i think what he's saying is 
they're going like it's been whether it's been publicly announced or not i don't know but i think he's talking about when they go to the nine game conference slate which is supposed to happen in 2026 well yeah well but here's the problem with that and and yes to all that but he even said himself cdc that this year will be eight games the next year will be eight games and then maybe they'll come back to the table and talk about a nine game he's he's saying maybe nine games at the earliest in 2026 but he's acting like well you know we thought that OU plays half the teams in the SEC, Texas plays the other half, and they kind of like just switch them next year. We brought that up. Yeah. Chris Del Conte's acting like, yeah, no, we're just going to play Texas A&M every single year, even if it's still an eight-game format for 25. I wonder if that means that instead of rotating like we assumed, that we're just going to flip and play who we play this year on the road. Like you know what I'm saying? We're just Yeah, but I did that. I did year. that earlier this week and that would mean OU would have three home games like they did this year in the SEC and Texas would have four again and that's that that's not going to fly. OU will have four home games yeah. in the SEC next year. Texas will have three. Because of the neutral site game and you're playing eight conference games. It make makes sense. Well, yes, it makes sense, but never overestimate the likelihood that OU can get screwed. Okay, ah, the you mob never the mob boss mentality will come out if if that if that uh, if that's tried. Not worried about that. Well, I hope I hope you're right about that, but I don't know. By the way, Let's can see. you guess the last time? Because I'm just told that A&M and Texas is this big rivalry game. I've mentioned this to you yeah. before. Last time A&M and Texas was a top 10 matchup. Top 10? Yeah. When was the last time A&M and Texas was a top 10 matchup? It could not have been during the Manziel era, which would be the last time, like the closest to whenever they would have been in the top 10 and played. Um now remember now, it's, it's, gonna it's have supposed to be, to be like, this awesome rivalry. Everyone says it's great. It couldn't have been in the early 2000s. A&M was terrible. It, I think it's got to be like 98? <laughs> no, 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 no. 98, Seven, Texas no? wasn't even ranked, and A&M was ranked sixth. Okay. 1975 was the last time both teams played each other ranked in the top ten. A&M was two, Texas Dang. was number five. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. You're telling me Texas wasn't ranked in the top ten when they had the Heisman Trophy winner, Ricky Williams? That is correct, yes. <laughs> yeah. Love it. That's great stuff. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out at Metro Ford of OKC. Today is the official start of truck month up here at Metro Ford, and they've got a ton of inventory, great financing options, just 1.9% for 72 months, and they've got over 30 new Super Duties in stock. Come see us here at Metro Ford of OKC. This is your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Looking for a trusted, locally owned and operated roofing company in Oklahoma? 
Black Thunder Roofing is a top-rated Home Advisor Elite Service Award winner and recipients of multiple Angie Superior Service Awards. They can do it all. Black Thunder also does free inspections and estimates. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, Black Thunder Roofing serves OKC's metro area south of Purcell, Noble, Blanchard, as well as Yukon, Mustang, Bethany, and Piedmont. Visit BlackThunderRoofing.com or call 405-473-8028 for your free estimate today. We know your family's transportation is important. And at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno, we offer some of the finest new Buicks for this year. And you really need to check out the new 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $8,500 off MSRP. Buick has it all, from practical to personal, from style to beauty. Experience the new Buick. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. See dealer for details. This is the home of Sooner fans, and we have you covered with Billy Tubbs Day right here on The Ref. Listen in Friday, starting with the T-Row in the Morning Show, all the way through the Steel Man and Thune at Noon program as we celebrate the life and legacy of the late Billy Tubbs. Request that regardless of how Tune in for memories and stories from the family, players, and coaches who knew the man the best right here on the home of Sooner fans. That's the ref's Billy Tubbs Day, this Friday from 6A until 2. I'm Noble McIntyre, attorney at McIntyre Law. I started my practice almost 30 years ago with one purpose in mind, to obtain full justice for Oklahomans injured because of someone else's negligence. I've seen firsthand what happens when someone has to go against a multi-billion dollar insurance company alone. And I've seen the additional harm done to someone who was already a victim. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Take off with an exciting career in the aerospace industry. At Francis Tuttle, we're shaping futures with our aerospace composite and fabrication class. Dive into hands-on training, mastering cutting-edge materials and techniques. In just one month, gain the skills you need to join the growing aerospace industry. Our composites and fabrication classes are now forming. Visit us at www.francistuttle.edu slash aerospace and enroll today. Francis Tuttle, training the future workforce today. Join the Norman basketball community today and take your game to the next level. With access to state-of-the-art facilities, new leagues, camps, and events, you'll always stay ahead of the competition. Membership prices start at just $30 per person, so you can embrace a basketball-focused lifestyle without breaking the bank. And don't miss our ribbon-cutting event on February 19th, where you can be the first to experience the excitement. Visit YFAC.com today for more information. Let the countdown to opening begin. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. A special life deserves a fitting farewell. At Primrose Funeral Service, we have been compassionately serving families for over 80 years. Even if it's a long way off, when a future event is important, like a wedding or going to college, we plan for it. Planning for our own life celebration is no different. With pre-planning, Primrose can help eliminate the difficult decisions at a difficult time because nobody should plan for a loss at the same time they're experiencing one. Contact Primrose Funeral Service at 405-321-6000 or visit online at primrosefuneralservice.com. 
Are you looking for luxury apartments for rent in Norman? The Falls at Brookhaven offers stunning apartments and a well-maintained, calm atmosphere. Enjoy our landscaping, a swim in the pool, or take your pet for a walk in one of our two dog parks. Our spacious outdoor areas and state-of-the-art amenities will make this new home feel like a resort. All this can be right outside of your door when you live at the Falls at Brookhaven. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com to view our spacious floor plans. Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at rightwayinsurance.com. That's Rightway Insurance at 405-607-6014. Cavens Group bringing you this hour of The Rush. If you have an emergency at your home or your office building, you know what to do. We tell you pretty much every single day, give Cavens a call, 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048 or cavensgroup.com. Congrats to your pal Brian Odom for landing a spot at North Texas as the linebackers coach. Not sure if you've talked with him or not the last few days, but best wishes to him. Yep. No, I, I think that's uh, I think that's going to be a good deal for him. I I haven't, you know, I I actually I called him and he texted me back and said that he was kind of working on some stuff. So I'm already I, recruiting uh, in Louisville, Teddy. I can't call back. He'll give me a couple of days. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think you know, I I think uh, that's going to be a good place to kind of reset, regroup. Kind of figure out what uh, what direction he wants to go closer to home, closer I think where the the family maybe wants to to lay down a home base. I don't know, but um, good stuff. Good and stuff. he has a son that's a really good quarterback and baseball player. Yeah, correct. Yeah, but I think he's gonna I think he's gonna quit baseball and start focusing on football. He's already got some offers. Um, and he's just, gosh, I think he's just going to be a freshman maybe, or maybe he's a freshman right now and going to be a sophomore. I don't know. But he's already got offers. Dang, already man. filling some offers. And he's a super, super smart kid. And I, you could tell from a very early age that he has, like, an incredible drive to be really good. It's pretty cool. I mean, you don't – he's wise – Beyond his years. Sure. Well, best of luck to Brian Odom. He's a he's a good dude, and I think a lot of people out there are rooting for him. Uh, OU Tino yeah. says, every other year, OU Texas, Florida, and Georgia get three home games. Are you guys saying when we go to nine conference games, the minimum will be four conference home games every other year? Teddy, I, I think when the SEC goes to nine conference games, wouldn't it be four home, four away, and one neutral site for OU? Uh, that's what I would think. Yeah. I think it would always kind of stay the same. Other teams that don't play a neutral site would rotate between five and four right. home games every other year. But since we played the neutral site with Texas, you would think it would stay at, at four and four. I would make the most sense, but, you know, I always have to put the disclaimer out there. 
rarely does anything make sense the way college football is handled. So well, it, it, I guess it, we don't know. And without knowing the future structure of the SEC schedule, like for instance, Chris Del Conte was asked, "Hey, would you like to play some Big Twelve teams in the future?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, if they want to come to Austin, because I want to at least have seven home games every single year, you know." And I don't know the current structure if, if I'm going to play three or four non-conference games moving forward when I schedule these. So I don't want to do a home-and-home home with someone and be stuck with six home games one year. We want at least seven home games every single season. Yeah, I'm going to guess OU takes well, a similar I mean, approach to that. That makes sense. I mean, it's going to be one of the, one of the problems with the, the nine-game conference schedule conference slate is like i think it could be much more difficult to maneuver on some of those those bigger non-conference games because of just like what you said is finding yourself in a in an awkward situation on playing a road game in a home and home series so i i don't know we'll let them handle all of that quick time out we got hour number two the rush coming up next You're listening to the whole.